My name is Summer. And my name is Nicole. And we are financial advisors. This is the He's Gone, But the Money's Not podcast. We have worked with many widows during our careers. Although we are not widows, we see the need for solid financial education before and after losing a spouse. We do this by telling stories from widows and our own lives. Picture this. It's your first day at a new job and you've signed up for employee benefits. You get your first paycheck and you see that you have money taken out of your paycheck and it says to 401k. And you think, I didn't sign up for that. But you realize that your employer has auto-enrolled you in your 401k plan and you're now contributing. And you're like, what the heck does this even mean? Where is my money even going? And what is a traditional 401k? And we'd like to talk about that today. What is a traditional 401k or IRA versus a Roth 401k or IRA? Because these are kind of basic financial retirement tools and I think everybody should have a good grip on them. Yeah. So whenever you're saving into a retirement account, it's either going pre-tax or often called traditional, or it's going to Roth, which you think the opposite would be after tax, but it's not because the tax code is crazy. (laughs) So uh, we're going to talk today about the difference between the two, because when you're saving for retirement, you're doing one of the two. And I cannot tell you how many people we talk to have no idea (laughs) how they're saving for retirement. (laughs) But it's very important impact on how you're paying taxes now and how you will pay taxes later on when you want to take the money out. Yes. So when you're putting money into a Roth account, for example, like Nicole said, it's after tax. So that means that later on in the future, in retirement, later on in your life, when you go to take the money out, you don't need to pay taxes on it because the government has already given you a tax deduction for putting the money in. So a lot of people really like the Roth account. It's kind of a hot topic right now because it's really nice to be able to take money out of your retirement account and not really worry about it, not worry about the tax, excuse me. So we had a client recently and and she's been putting money into a Roth 401k for over 20 years, which is pretty rare. Roths are pretty new. They haven't been around that long. And a lot of people didn't really know the advantage that they are. And so when she recently called and asked for some money to take out and buy a car, she got to take that money out and she took she asked for 60000 and we sent her the 60000 and she just took it and went and bought a car. No tax, though, at the time of that money coming into her account. That's pretty awesome considering some of the other options yeah, that you well, have. <laughs> let me tell you another story recently. Um, so I had a client who all of her money was saved up into an IRA, traditional pre-tax, meaning she got a deduction when the money was put in. is actually her husband's account she'd inherited. And he had put it all in traditional and got a tax deduction, and now it had grown to be a significant amount. So now every time she wants to take money out of it, she has to pay taxes. And she found a really great real estate investment option, very excited about it, but the only place she could get money from was the traditional IRA. And all of that was taxed. So she was taking out um, about $200,000 to buy this property, and the tax was going to be Sixty to eighty thousand dollars. So she had to take out about two hundred and eighty thousand dollars to buy this property for two hundred thousand. <laughs> it almost made her rethink buying the property because of the significant tax. 
But uh, we had a discussion. You're going to have to pay the tax sometime on that money. You can either you or your the people who inherit that account for you have to pay the tax at some point. So we just came up with a plan of how she could buy that property with all that hefty tax that year as well. Yeah, that's a good point. That uh, Both of these stories contrast each other, but it's not to say that um, traditional or pre-tax accounts are the bad guy. I think they have a place depending on your portfolio and kind of your tax bracket because sometimes you really need the tax deduction. So you definitely want to look at both options and see what does your situation look like and it'll kind of vary. Yeah, for sure. So I like to use this metaphor too, and maybe this will help us as we have a discussion about what would be best for each. So you're a little farmer and you go buy your seeds and you, if you're doing it traditional pre-tax, then you don't have to pay any tax on those seeds. You plant them and then you harvest them and then you have to pay tax on your harvest, which you know will should be all, a lot bigger than your seeds. And then the Roth is the opposite. You get your seeds, you pay tax on the seeds. And then when you harvest, you get all of your harvest tax-free. And so if you expect your harvest to be quite significant, that might be one reason to do a Roth. So that on the bigger portion that you don't have to pay um, as much in tax or you get that big harvest tax-free. And that usually happens for people who have a lot of time to invest. Like your, your account could grow to be quite significant if you invest it for 30, 40, 50 years, which if you're 20 year old and you're saving for a retirement, you have a long time horizon or you're 30 years old. So if you're very young, and actually I would even say you're young until you're 60, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really depends on everybody's situation. But um Man, I just made it seem like 60-year-olds are old. You hit 16-year-old. That's not true either. <laughs> um, for Roth purposes, okay, now we're getting into weedy stuff. Because <laughs> maybe a 65-year-old should be contributing to Roth too. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, so if you're young, kind of the rule of thumb is younger should probably do Roth. Yep. Yep, agreed. And then when you're older, which you can define what that means, yeah. <laughs> you kind of need to look at that and ask an accountant or your financial advisor for some guidance because it just varies so much situation to situation. Mm -hmm. If you're in a really low tax bracket, likely you should do a Roth as well. And then if you're in a higher tax bracket, you know, especially if you're getting into those really upper brackets, the you know the last couple, it can yeah. get hefty. And so a lot of people like to do the traditional to give them a tax break. And they expect to be in a lower bracket in retirement. Because if you're in your big earning years, you could be in a high bracket. And then in, when you're in retirement, you could be lower. That's usually people's thinking about why they do the traditional now. But I can't tell you how many people end up being in higher brackets in retirement because life just really worked out for them. Yeah, exactly. And Oftentimes you're in a higher bracket because you're still take or needing the same amount of money that you are needing today. You'll need that same amount in retirement. And so it's kind of important to say like, hey, I'm still going to need to take money from somewhere. To, so my taxes are probably going to maybe match. Not always, but mm -hmm. it's, it's very likely. Yeah, especially if your lifestyle grows. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people do when they get to retirement. Yeah, they, they want to travel and go and do fun stuff. Spend money on grandkids. So everybody's situation is different. This is why I say we've got to repeat again. You probably got to talk to an advisor 
tax advisor, financial advisor, if you're not sure for your own situation. General rule of thumb is low tax bracket and being young, you should definitely do a Roth. Um, but yeah, we get people all the time as they get older that they say, man, I wish I had done more Roth. When yeah. they start seeing their different withdrawals because most people, their Roth money is their smaller account. Yes. For people who are starting to retire today, because like I said, they're newer accounts. They haven't been as well educated about on them. Absolutely. So definitely something to look into. And we talked at the beginning of the podcast about going to a job and having a 401k. So your employer often, not everybody's employer, but they'll often offer a 401k plan, which have the Roth and traditional options within it. We hope. Every <laughs> every employer should offer sure, Roth. Yeah. It's not any extra money for them or anything else. But some employers still are not offering Roth on their 401k, but yes. hopefully they do. Yeah. And these plans are really awesome because you can put more money into a 401k than you can a regular Roth or IRA. And so this is a great place to go if you're looking like, hey, I want to start investing or saving more toward retirement. Definitely consider your 401k and see, do they have a Roth option? Do they have a traditional option? And what does that look like? Mm -hmm. If you've been auto-enrolled, like we talked about at the beginning, <laughs> that your employer might auto-enroll you in the 401k, you are always auto-enrolled. Well, I shouldn't say always, but from what I've seen, you're usually always auto-enrolled at traditional. Mm -hmm. So the pre-tax option, when you take it out, you have to pay taxes. And so if you want it to go to Roth, you have to go and change it. Mm -hmm. A couple misconceptions. Number one, if you're getting a match, people say, well, in order to get my employer 3% match, I also have to match 3% and I have to do it traditional. You do not. You can do your portion however you like, but your employer's portion will always go in the traditional bucket because they want the deduction. Yeah. <laughs> so that is the rule of thumb. And then the other thing to look out for is, do you have a match to begin with? Because this is... I would say a big reason to invest in your 401k to start is if you have the employer match, that's basically like your employer is paying you and it's not for any work that you've done. You get it regardless of kind of your performance or whatever you're doing at work. And so it's kind of like taking an opportunity to accept uh, another form of payment from your employer. So I would definitely look, what is my match? And um, am I taking advantage? Yeah. Free money. Always, always, always get the match. <laughs> always. Yes. Can't stress that enough. Always get the match. Yes. I like free stuff. So, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure whoever's listening to this does too. So go take a look, make sure you're taking advantage of that and look at what you're contributing because a lot of people, like we said earlier, they don't even know. So that's a really important point to look at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't be missing out on that match <laughs> if they are offering it. Because a lot of places actually don't do auto-enrollment. That's yeah. a newer thing as well. Yeah. And uh, the next big misconception on your 401ks are, well, there's an income limit to do Roth and I make too much money to put money in Roth. That does not apply to a 401k. Anything with your employer, you have no income limit and to be able to do the Roth. The income limit applies to Roth IRAs. Now, explain what an IRA versus a 401k is. Yeah. So an IRA, it stands for an individual retirement account. And it's basically just an account that you open on your own, not through your employer. And then a Roth or traditional 401k is 
an account held with your employer. And like Nicole said, they have way better um, income or they don't have an income limit and you can put more money into your 401k plan than you can an outside account, which is a good reason to look at your 401k in the first place because uh, all both types of accounts are limited in what you can put in. It's totally silly that the better things to happen with your employer. Because if you don't have an employer or you're self-employed, you have your uh, IRA options. You can set up a self-employed 401k with Roth and traditional. Yes. And then inside of your IRA, doing it on your own without an employer, you have Roth and traditional options. But you have limits. You have a cap on the traditional on how much, if you make too much money, you can't deduct You can't get that tax savings on the front end on the traditional. And then if you make too much money, you can't do Roth contributions. Now there is a workaround. It's called a backdoor Roth. Uh, but that's a whole nother podcast because those are complicated. <laughs> but just know that if you um, make too much money to do a Roth, there's still an option for you. Yep. So I'd say look at that 401k first and see what options you have. And if you don't have an employer, definitely consider traditional or Roth IRAs because these are great ways to put money toward retirement and they can save you on taxes. So definitely explore your options. So I have a client who is adamant they're going to retire at 50. That's their (laughs) ultimate goal. And I am so impressed with all the things that they do and how much they're saving in order to get there. So right now they are both maxing out their Roth 401ks with their employers. And then they are both maxing out their Roth IRAs. And that's a chunk of money to be saving for retirement. Totally. Um, So how much you need to save is a whole nother topic. (laughs) But for this couple, they do need to be really going after their retirement savings to be able to retire early. And they're really taking advantage of all of their options. And we started to do a lot of analysis on, do you need to do everything in Roth or should you do some in traditional? And everybody's situation is different. Yeah, exactly. So you kind of have to look at it and using a financial advisor or another trusted professional can really help with your analysis of the situation, but it's definitely something you can look at. And their options are wide. You can do both. You can do one. You can do a 401k and an IRA. There's a, you know, the sky is wide open. Yeah. That's another good point. We have a couple that we've talked with who, um, she is going to do Roth in her 401k and he's going to do traditional in his 401k because they're starting to creep into higher tax brackets. So they're going to, we kind of ran the numbers and said, okay, well, you can do it in your portion in Roth and your portion in traditional. Absolutely. So it definitely depends on your situation again. But I think the important thing to remember is there are people who can help you find or do the analysis to figure out what works best for you. Or you can look at it yourself and make your own judgment call. Hey, I really would like to do Roth. I'd like to have that money tax-free in retirement or vice versa. And, uh, you know, our audience is widows and some of the widows may be filing as head of household. And so we don't really talk numbers on here because the numbers are different um, as far as like income limits and stuff. If you're head of household or you're filing single, if you're filing jointly. So we'll keep put some of those numbers in the show notes and they change every year. The IRS changes the limits. So just be sure to check for what your limits are for that year. And a really important thing to keep in mind when you're putting into a Roth IRA or traditional IRA 
And 401k. And 401k. Any retirement account. (laughs) Yeah. Is that this money is, um, I don't know how to say this. So the important thing to keep in mind is that the money can be taken out after age 59 and a half without a penalty. So before age 59 and a half, if you go in and take out a bunch of money from your accounts, you will be penalized by the IRS. Uh, Don't go there. Just don't even do that. <laughs> and and the you don't get the tax-free stuff on the Roth until after 59 and a half either. Because if you take that money out early, you'll have the taxes plus the penalty on the Roth. Yep. There are some exceptions to that, at least on the Roth, of being able to take it out before age 59 and a half. We're not going to get into that. It's pretty into the weeds and not very interesting. So, And our encouragement is... Don't rob from your retirement for yeah. other goals. I know it's really tempting to, but we see people all the time who can't retire because they took out money early for a house or they took out money early because they had some debts they want to pay off and yep. and most people regret it. Yep. So in your minds, put that money in jail till it's your 59 and a half mm-hmm. and then you can let it out. <laughs> And we know stuff happens. And I'm sure most of the people listening to this know that better than anybody else, that life happens and sometimes you don't have a choice. So then there are some exceptions and there are some ways to use those accounts to help you in case of an emergency. Um, but you know, for good financial advice, our financial advice is don't <laughs> take from your retirement. It's um, If you can leave that money in to sit and grow for the long term, you get you get the time value of money really working on your side. Yep, totally. So our takeaway for our listeners is take a look. Where is your retirement funding going? Is it going to a Roth or a traditional account? Is it in a 401k or outside of a 401k? And now you know what that means. So figure out what you're doing and make a plan. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And change it. You know, if you're I'll realize that you've been doing pre-tax this whole time and your employer offers a Roth and that would work best for you. Go in and make a change. Yep. Agreed. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you want to know more about us and what we do, visit our website, rockhousefinancial.com. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Rockhouse Financial is an SEC registered investment advisor and the opinions expressed on this show do not reflect the opinions of Rockhouse Financial or any other sponsors of the podcast. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.